Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by listeners like you who believe in the vital public service WRFA provides through its arts and education programming, as well as through our coverage of local news and public affairs. Plus, your generous support lets us provide a number of volunteer-based programs to be shared on our airwaves. Help keep community radio in Jamestown and Chautauqua County alive by making a contribution today. To make a tax-deductible donation or learn more about becoming a station underwriter, use the donate page on our website, wrfalp.com, or send a check to WRFA Radio, 116 East 3rd Street, Jamestown, New York. Or you can call 716-664-2465. Hello, Anthony. How are you? Good. How are you, Melody? Just fine. Excited. I know. We're looking forward to uh, to doing this and having you, having you here. I do a lot of stuff with the Little Theater, so we definitely appreciate uh, you coming here and helping ah. out. Oh, yeah. Well, when I heard about the situation, I thought... Yeah, I, I was going to be in New York City anyway the weekend before, and then I was talking to Rick, and Rick said, hey, I have an idea, and uh, and so the benefit was born, and I can't wait. It's been a while since I've been in Jamestown. I mean, if, if we can, uh, you know, start off, I feel like we get right into the interview, you know, like, kind of talking about Lucille Ball, because it's obviously a big part of it. For you, do you remember your first exposure to Lucille Ball, what it was that you first saw her in? Well... Of course, it had to be I Love Lucy. I, I am really more of an I Love Lucy fan uh, than any other other projects. And I started watching that, let's see, I was born in 56. So I probably was seeing some of the uh, episodes, you know, their first run. And then, of course, it went into reruns, thanks to Desi. Um, so really, just a lifelong I Love Lucy fan, and still am today, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're here. Uh, I mean, again, like Lucille Ball has so much to do with everything and, you know, definitely appreciate you coming here and helping out with the theater and everything. And I know I know you've had involvement in the world of Lucille Ball. And like you were saying, it's been a while since you've been to Jamestown, but you have been here in the past. This won't be your first time. Like, do you? Re- oh, oh, no, not not at all. I was uh, a founding board member of the Lucille Ball Desiones Center nice. um, back in the aughts. Uh, that was. And being a Lucy fan, that's what really got me there. My girlfriend, Lalana, who lives in Toronto, called me one day and she said, Mel, do you know that there is a Lucy museum in Jamestown? I said, what? How do I not know of this? And uh, that's how I ended up meeting Rick. And uh, that, that was the beginning of, well, not really the beginning of my association with Jamestown. Uh, the kookiest thing is my maternal grandparents uh, were ra- lived in Jamestown, raised their children in Jamestown. I have relatives in Lakeview Cemetery in Jamestown. Oh, wow. So a crazy connection that I didn't realize I had in the beginning. But then when I first came to Jamestown, I met uh, a cousin. I met other relatives that I didn't even know existed. So I do feel that it, it is like my second hometown oh that is awesome it's great to hear the, all the connections to jamestown that's always uh it's cool to hear that now these uh yeah. these two fundraisers we got we got two coming up the little theater you're doing two in one day we're gonna have uh always young and restless an evening with melody thomas scott and you'll also be doing a vip experience with melody thomas scott and uh, for people listening tuesday august 15th that's gonna be what can you tell us like tell us a little bit about these fundraisers what we can kind of uh expect what you have planned for them 
Well, um, we have two events, as you said. The first one is inside the little theater, and uh, I'll be on the stage for about an hour and a half going over, you know, different things from my career, personal photos, personal video clip of, uh, oh, just all kinds of things. And uh, and then at some point, I will be uh, taking questions from the audience. It's their opportunity to ask me whatever. Well, I think whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I have just uh, received word that the after event, the VIP gala event, has just sold out. But there are still tickets to the actual production in the Little Theater. Oh wow! Congrats on the sellout of that. I mean, I'm sure the uh, next, I'm sure the uh, other events going to be selling out fast too. Those, uh, oh I don't well, be a problem. I hope so. You know, every ticket is more money for the theater. Oh, I'm also going to be um, selling my memoir uh, out in the lobby of the theater, so anybody can uh, pick that up, and uh, all the money, 100 percent of the proceeds, go to the theater as well. Well, that is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Actually talking, you know, speaking about that, your memoir, because I know not not recent, recent, but it came out not terribly long ago, uh, Always Young and Restless. You know, I'm kind of interested with these when you when you're going back and you're writing something like that. Was, was there anything that you were kind of reminded of in your career that you forgot about? Because, like, I'm thinking about – I've never written one, but, like, as I think about it, I go, it's it has to be quite a bit to unpack your life and put it that way. I mean, were, were there things that you kind of forgot about that you kind of remembered throughout your career and stuff when you were uh, getting that together? That's a great question. Um, actually, in retrospect – I feel that I didn't remember enough for the book. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you can only write what you remember and what occurs to you. And after it was published, I thought, oh, gosh, why didn't I tell them about this story? And why didn't I tell them about that, that encounter? So um, I was the opposite. I, I should have really racked my brain harder. But uh, I had pressure from the uh, publisher, they wanted to get it ready yesterday. <laughs> And, uh, of course, I had the very poor timing of releasing a book dead in the middle of COVID. So, you know, there was no fun book tour or meeting the fans in all different cities. So because that couldn't happen, I'm bringing some books with me to Jamestown. Oh, people, I'm sure people will be looking forward to that. It would be nice to be, yeah, like you were saying, you weren't able to do that. So like a little bit of a uh, press tour for the book a little bit too. How about like the, you know, for the process of writing something like that? I mean, how long was that book in the works? Like, I mean, you know, before before it got out in the world for us all to enjoy, you know, how long did it kind of take to uh, get that get that around? Yes. Um, well, I knew I was going to write one for about 10 years. And every time I tried to begin, I some of the chapters in there, Anthony, are rather traumatic and things that a lot of people didn't know about my childhood. So whenever I would try to put that on paper, I would just get too upset and I'd have to push it aside. I had many false starts with that. Um, but then finally I, I got the courage. I wrote it, and the more I wrote, the more I wanted to write, and then it just sort of poured out of me. Nice. It nice. was a very cathartic process. It, uh, it, it was great. No, it, you know, again, if people haven't checked that out, you know, something to check out on top of the uh, fundraisers there. 
You know, let's uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about going back and I'm sure there's probably something you talked about in the book as well. But like getting into, you know, your role on Young and the Restless, I mean, obviously a huge famous role. You know, how did you kind of originally become involved with the show? How did that kind of all come about for you? Well, just like any actor gets a job, uh, you know, you go to auditions and you either get it or you get called back for a second look or you don't get it at all. So you just never know what's going to happen. Um, the same week that I had my audition for Young and Restless, I had already gotten uh, a regular role on a sitcom pilot at NBC. And uh, in my world, an actor can only select one job that requires a contract. You can't take two because then you've got a problem if they both want you. So when I tested for Young and Restless, I really didn't care what was going to happen because I was so excited about doing a sitcom because, you see, I wanted to be another Lucille Ball and be funny. Uh, but sure enough, uh, Young and Restless wanted me too, and I wanted to do the sitcom, and my agent had to work on me for a little bit to convince me to take Young and Restless. She said, it'll be fun for you. It's only a three-year contract, blah, 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 blah. Well, I took her advice, thank goodness, because the sitcom didn't even sell. The pilot didn't sell. And those three years turned into six and then to nine. And here I am now at 44. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that, that is something I wanted, I wanted to uh, talk to you about, too, because it, it's kind of interesting. Like, I was wondering if there was a season of The Young and the Restless or maybe, maybe even just a moment for you. Because, I mean, like, really, when you put it in perspective, there's no – I'm sure in the beginning you never thought it was going to – like, nobody does. I don't think anyone thinks they're going to be – playing a character for like that long or for, you know, something to pick up the success as long as it has. I mean, do you absolutely. remember? Absolutely. You are absolutely, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, of course. I mean, an actor doesn't think that a, a job will last more than a month if you're lucky. So it, it was a whole new concept to even be given a three-year contract. It was like, wow, that's security for three years. You know, <laughs> I'll be able to pay my rent for three years. And uh, the experience of working for Young and Restless, we are very much a, a loving company. We, we all adore each other. We're all like family. And the work is incredible for an actor like me who loves to act, needs to act. It, it give, gives me the opportunity to do what I love every day. Um, and so the years just kind of tick by without you counting them down in your head. Uh, none of us thought that we would be so fortunate to have a job that would continue like this. Uh, and it, it, it's just such a blessing. I, I'm so grateful to my agent for making me take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is, uh, I'm sure, yeah, you got to look back at that. That's insane to be like, I mean, not only are you on a show now that, I mean, has ran multiple decades, but yeah, the fact that you may have taken, or you you did almost take something that didn't even really see the light of day. Right. Um, well, and to have, for an actor to have the same job for 44 years is, is beyond uh, unbelievable. That just doesn't happen. Uh, so it has been a joyful uh part of my life to be able to be part of that company to 
I met my husband through Young and Restless. I have my children because of Young and Restless. So it really affected my life profoundly, probably more than some of our other actors. It changed my life overnight. When it when it comes to like you know character development and getting to play you know again going going back on being able to play a character for over forty years now like is there any kind of balance in I mean in a way you gotta you're developing the character as more and more time goes on but obviously there's things about the character that people like I mean is there any kind of balance as you're playing someone for so long of I mean keeping those aspects of of Nikki that make Nikki Nikki. But also kind of still developing and taking that, you know, taking that part new places. I mean, because, again, like we were talking about, it's not like it's a character you got to play around with for one season of a show. And that was it. I mean, you really get time to develop this character over over the years. Yes. And um, you touch on a good point there. I, I kind of look at it as. Because Nikki has been involved in so many different storylines and so many things have happened to her. Uh, it's kind of like getting to be able to play many characters under the guise of one. Uh, Nikki has certainly changed over the years for good and for bad. So it's, it's given her quite a range and me quite a range to play. So it's always exciting. It's never boring for me. Um, I never really have seriously thought about leaving this job because it's a godsend. Is there is there any and this is this might be hard, but like the longevity and legacy of it. I mean, is there anything you can kind of credit to why the Young and the Restless has lasted as long as it is? Why it has been you know been a staple in television for literal decades now? Mm-hmm. I I have to give the credit to our creators Lee Philip Bell and Bill Bell. They were the geniuses who started the show, who wrote it for so many decades, and um. I, of course, they're gone now, but uh, every regime that comes in producing and writing, I think that they, even to this day, they still try to fulfill the requirements that Bill wanted originally in the show. He always wanted it to look lush and beautiful, and uh, the camera work is different. The lighting is different. Our show looks different than any other show. And uh, I think that we are still trying to maintain Bill's standards today. You know, with Legacy 2, I mean, how about Lucille Ball? Is there anything, you know, I mean, this is this is a little more outside of that, but it's like, you know, when you talk about, you know, Lucille Ball, we're, we're, she's still a legend, you know, long, long after she's gone. And I mean, it doesn't seem like her legacy is going anywhere. I mean, what do oh, you, no. what do you think's kind of made her, you know, the fact that we're still like, we're doing a fundraiser for a theater in her name that, you know, all these things still exist. You know, why do you think she kind of has, has stayed a legend? Uh, I think, well, certainly she was a well-known actress before I Love Lucy, but, uh, there was no television yet. Once television became a big deal and uh, I Love Lucy began, I have to attribute even the success today of I Love Lucy to the original four actors, the original writers and producers of I Love Lucy. That was a unique uh, gathering of such talents that just fed off each other. The synchronicity between that group, I think, is what set them up for immediate success and continued to success even to this day. 
No, I mean, absolutely. I mean, she is a she's a legend and we're definitely proud to have her from, uh, you know, Jamestown. But Melody, you know, as we start to close this out, it's been really fun talking to you beyond the little theater fundraisers. I mean, is there anything else coming up in the world of Melody Thomas Scott? Anything else we should be on the lookout for you want to tell people about? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I can't tell you about any future storylines, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do have a, another milestone coming up. Uh, in February of 24 will be my 45th anniversary with Young and Restless. Wow. So they just fly by. I feel like we just celebrated the 40th, and now here we are approaching 45. So it's very exciting, and I appreciate it so much. No, I mean, huge congrats. Again, like, that is, you know, I feel like most people can see that. Most people don't get to play a character for 45 years. Huge congrats to the fact that uh, you've been able to do that for sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. But as we close this out, I mean, anything else uh, we should let the people know before we uh, close out here? Uh, Well, I do want to just mention very quickly the website that people can go to to buy tickets. Uh, It's www.lbltj.com, and that stands for Lucille Ball Little Theater, Jamestown. Nice, nice. Well, again, we have two fundraisers at the Lucille Ball Little Theater of Jamestown. Always Young and Restless, an evening with Melody Thomas Scott, as well as a VIP experience with Melody Thomas Scott, which is now sold out. But those are going on Tuesday, August 15th at the Little Theater. Melody, great talking to you. I'm Anthony Merchant. I'll be back with more here in just a second on Arts on Fire.